And currently, we have uh, temperatures are pretty consistent around the, the region. We have hit 50, 53 in Appomattox, 51 in Amherst, 50 in Salem and Roanoke, 53 in Danville, uh, 53 in Lynchburg. Uh, Bedford, not quite there, though. Okay. 49. Hey, got a few more of these uh, Friday funnies. We want to get to the conclusion. This has been like a progressive dinner. This young man showed up as a gang member. At Literally a, for you, <laughs> yeah, as you're I eating know. jerky. I am. Uh, he's uh, part of a karate competition where you're not supposed to really make contact with the other person. You're scored on you know style and all this kind of thing. And where we last left off, this uh, gang member going in thinking it was a no-holds-bar UFC fight has totally uh, kicked the sensei in the stomach and he didn't try to block it because he thought you're not really going to touch me are you and he did the ref stands him all the way down and i am attacking him like a maniac the first strike i throw at dan big kick dan does not block it and in fact chooses to absorb all of it into his stomach. And then he takes a step back, doubles over, and made a sound I've never heard since. He sounded like a whale got the wind knocked out of it. He just went, ooh, And then from this position, he chose to lay on the ground. So I'm standing there just like, caught Sensei Dan slipping. Nice, right? Got him. And I'm looking at him on the ground, and the ref walks up, and the ref goes, don't look at him, turn around. And I was like, what is happening? He goes, turn around, don't look at him. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And he goes, don't look at him, turn around. And I was like, what, like he's a Medusa? And I put my hand over my eyes. So one more here so we can get through all these because I want to get to the conclusion. So he's got him down. He says, don't look at him because this is part of the... the this is on- like the most Friday funnies we've ever done. The, the honor. You have to honor what's just happened. Okay. So turn around. <laughs> the referee physically grabs me and turns me around. I was like, yo, dude, are we fighting from behind right now? What is happening? So for those of you who are wondering what's happening... In point scoring karate, if you hurt your opponent or they like fall down, in this rule set you're supposed to know, oh, they fell down, and immediately turn around and like kneel and look away so that your opponent has space and time to regain their composure with dignity, okay? But what I did was kick my man in the stomach pretty hard, okay? And then he laid on the ground, writhing, and I just looked at him like, what now, Dad? (laughs) And the ref was like, turn around. Now, it is fair to say at this point, they know I'm not a black belt, okay? (laughs) If you're just catching (laughs) up. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty fair. He he literally went and bought a black belt. The guy sold him the black belt and said, hey, can I... uh, uh, you know, up up chuck you with some nunchucks. Yeah. Can I I mean can like I upgrade you? Mill. Right. Here, yeah. Here's here's, black a, belt. here's the black belt. Here's some nunchucks. And he shows up to uh <laughs> wow. and he thinks it's a, a no holds bar UFC fight. Uh we'll have the conclusion here in just a little <laughs> he bit. He would be mistaken. <laughs> right. Not good. Not even supposed to touch your opponent. Hey uh Biden did something I approve of this week. What did he do? What the heck? Maybe like ever.
Okay. What did he do? He uh, okayed the uh, Pacific Northwest gas pipeline. I'm a little surprised at that one, I have to admit. Well, <laughs> because he knows this crap isn't working. Right. Oh, it's 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 not. But here's the thing. He's getting ready for his, his re-election. Yeah. Pictures talking about going in a train with blacked out windows mm. to go to the, the a Crimea or wherever he went, you know. Yeah. I traveled into two war zones, unprecedented by any other president. Okay. What did you do in Israel for 24 hours? And did you see the I whole... I just had an evil thought. Like, it was really bad. Oh, geez, like something would happen? Well, no. Like, how bad would it have been to, like, just put a big bullseye on top of his car? <laughs> would that be wrong? That would be wrong. Wow. Because they did yeah. it in MASH. Do you remember? Have a knock on the <laughs> door in right. Secret That's Service, right. you know. They're like, oh, ma'am, what are you doing on top of the, of the, of the train with red paint? <laughs> Nothing. If that doesn't work, I've got a laser, no, too. No, I would never do that, ever. I know, you I know, know that. I, I know. I'm just... I mean, my Lord. Kamala? Yeah. Be well, left with her? Well, or is... Pelosi? What, well, Janet, now, come on. Be that a little nice. That would be nice. even worse. It's her, it's her birthday today. She's no, don't. Fi- do, if you play that Imagine so help, you will never get jerky again, ever. The freight truck. I'll never bring you anymore. bread and milk. Okay, okay. Turn, I only got I, I was going. Seconds. I was going to sausage balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Turn the computer off. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Shut the switch off. I don't care if it reboots or not. <laughs> Let's, uh, that's where the power lies, ladies. Right there. Uh, so, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission commission issued the certificate mm-hmm. thursday right for the so-called gas transmission northwest express project right. which will upgrade three existing compressor stations and increase capacity on an existing system that has transported natural gas for decades mm. uh, even as they're trying to get rid of natural gas right they're crazy it's just so ironic they just work against themselves <laughs> Uh, the GTN Express project will play a critical role in keeping energy affordable and reliable. Duh. Mm. Uh, we appreciate the bipartisan action today to approve the project. Of course, in the meantime, all these wackadoodles are going to be going up there and chaining themselves to something. <laughs> something, yeah, right. To try to stop it. Mm-hmm. Would draw a bullseye on them as well. Mm. Well, um, it's happening in our own state. There's oh, a story absolutely. that I didn't even Just cover so because dumb. we've covered it so much that people, you know, doing stuff for the pipeline. We're going to see more of this because there's no way we can do this green energy crap. There's just no We're way. We're just not ready. We're not. We've been making We're decades strides. away. We've been making this drive. Yeah, we yeah. have. But, I, I mean... It's just not, I don't know that it, it will ever happen in our lifetime. I just want to speak for the birds. You know, the a, ones that is hit that a those bird? big blades. Oh, the, and the, and the wind, uh, wind turbines. Yeah, and turbines. the whales that are coming. You know, well, I mean, beaching that's, themselves. That's true. That's true for everything. Yeah. I mean, after we get the um, electric the the wackadoodles will find something else oh yeah they will to protest i don't think they're gonna stop because you gotta have something they're 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 they haven't learned their lesson much like anybody that's ever tried to take take on israel according to this israeli soldier so nations that are going to try to come after israel and to attack israel they should learn from the past that every nation that has come for us that has attacked us is ended up written in a history book and is no longer on now when i say nation i don't mean the palestinian people because hamas does not represent the palestinian people and the majority of the palestinian people are innocent people and are cousins of the israelis and we're going to have to find a way to move forward together but the first thing we need to do is take out hamas save the kidnapped israelis and free the palestinians and israelis from the terror of Hamas. 
And he goes on to say he's very confident. He was asked, are you guys confident that you can do it? And he talks about the other nations like Babylon. He mentions all these places that are in the Bible yeah. that they've taken on over the over the sure. millennium. It's, 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 it's lengthy. Yeah. It's a lengthy list. God's got a favor on that nation. Right. You know, because he's not done with that nation yet. For those of you that understand Ezekiel and Revelation and all those books and Daniel, book of Daniel and all that 70 week stuff. If the jihad squad, yeah, yeah, is listening to that, <laughs> because well. um, I mean, for all of her flying of the Palestinian flag, mm-hmm. she's not doing much to paint Hamas for what they are. You know, which one is this, uh, Talik or it's whatever? Talib. Talib. Sorry, yeah. not making fun. I just don't know all their names. Right. I don't even know AOC's name. I just know her acronym. She is an Ocasio acronym. Ocasio Cortez. She's an acronym to me, anyway. She's something that starts with an A. All right. Oh, um, ouch. Republican governor is taking matters into his own hands. Is this the one in New Hampshire? In New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, and I think this is an important story. I think this is a very, very important story. Yeah. And I will, and I will tell you why. This is closer to us, I believe than even the southern border oh, geographically i believe it is yeah and i believe the people coming in from canada mm-hmm. are more likely to be the ones that would want to cause us harm right um, because it's not as heavily guarded right it's not where the money and the attention goes it's simply not and there's a lot of middle eastern people that have settled right in there exactly. i don't know if you remember a. Uh, they caught them in Seattle coming over the border. Right. These folks that had had a plan mm-hmm. to take out LAX. Right. And it was just a border guard that caught, that just dug a little deeper on these particular people right. and found out that they were terrorists. Mm-hmm. This happened a few years back, post 9-11. But, you well, know. Chris Sununu is, is very he's frustrated. He's a good guy. He's very frustrated. Mm-hmm. He says that. Uh, they are going to have to take matters into their own hands to right. help secure his state's northern border with Canada. Mm-hmm. He announced yesterday he's going to use $1.4 million of funding from New Hampshire's current budget okay. to boost tenfold patrols by state and local enforcement along the 58-mile border. Okay. We acknowledge that the, de- that the deteriorating situation along America's northern border is overshadowed by the crisis at the southern border, he said. There have been more apprehensions along our northern border in just this past year than the last 10 years combined. Isn't that something? That says a lot. It's frightening. It says a lot. Encounters with individuals on the terrorist watch list at the ports of entry on the northern border have doubled since 2017. Mm -hmm. He warned. There are national security implications to securing the northern border that are becoming more and more obvious mm-hmm. every day. Yep. Isn't it sad that the that the, that there isn't a partnership between the governors and the federal government? Well, the federal government sues these states for has, doing things like we're going to build the wall. He addressed that. He said, "We have asked the federal government for help. We have been denied." Yeah. There is nothing that comes from the federal government, no additional efforts of the federal government. Because they don't give a damn. Sununu, accompanied by the state attorney general, 
and state law enforcement leaders said that it is made very clear to us by those along the front lines that we need more targeted resources. We need an all-hands-on-deck mm-hmm. approach. Mm-hmm. The governor and Formella announced the creation of the Northern Border Alliance Task Force. They said the partnership between state, county, and local law enforcement and the forest rangers and fish and game officials will increase Border Patrols from roughly 55 to a total of 10,000 hours in the next 18 months. You've got to use fishing game officials. Right. But I will say this. My son has looked into that. Mm-hmm. And he said, Mom, you wouldn't believe what the, the game and wildlife people, what they encounter. Really? They encounter so much more. Interesting. It's not just somebody and poaching. a stray buck. <laughs> or, and yeah, it's not. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot more to it. And it's very well, dangerous. Well, hopefully they're, they're trained well. Well, and around these national parks, mm-hmm. sometimes it's been those folks that have solved murders yeah. even. True. Because they have access to that. I wonder, though, Mark, you know, this matters to the Commonwealth mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Is there a way for the states impacted by this infiltration? Is there a way that we can help them with patrols? Is mm. there a way that we mm. can, we may not be able to send a lot of money, but right. if every one of us sent a little money, right. that can make a big difference sure. to that state. Sure. I feel like that should be a priority. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the federal government's not going to do it. Yeah, they're not. We're going to have to protect ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And if we have people along these borders that will do the work, I think we need to support them. Yeah. I don't well, know. We'll see. Maybe something will be done there. That would be a worthy cause because this it's going to pay off in the long run, folks. And, you know, here's the thing, Janet. I mean, the, the jack-in-the-box is out as far as who's here. I don't even know how to begin to unravel, you know, that mess. I mean, somebody's going to have to take it on. Trump has talked about deportation. I don't... How do you even find these people? If they're if they're bad people, and not mm-hmm. all of them are, they sure know how to hide and just exist among the shadows. And I wonder when we are ever going to change. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. I'm standing there, and the guy's like, are you ready to fight? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, Dan, are you ready to fight? Dan's like, yeah. And then he says, fight. Before his hand is even down, I'm jumping the gun again. Now, in point scoring karate... You are not allowed to punch someone in the head. So arms back, head towards me, that's fine. But I don't know that. I see Dan's head lined up like a T-ball. And I do what any of you would have done. And I was just like, United States of America. And I punched him in the head. I didn't even knock him out regular style. He got knocked out Looney Tunes style, okay? You know when someone gets knocked out so hard they go rigid first, like, I'm a tree, and then they go to sleep, like... He was down like this, and then he went straight up like a board, Wile E. Coyote, and then he went down. Wow. <laughs> this, the, the title of this 
whole bit is how I got kicked out of a karate tournament. <laughs> and we're going to have the final conclusion here coming up before the show is over. Hopefully you can stay tuned. But in the meantime... We all feel that way, I think. Uh, it seems like so much of our information is available and just with a, a few you know noodles types away yeah uh you may not realize it but a lot of your personal information is publicly available online to anybody who searches for you mm-hmm. that includes your name your age your address your phone number your email address your relationship status court records Jeez. there are countless sites that provide this information mm-hmm. often for a small fee and while it is possible to remove yourself from them, it can be a bit of a challenge. It can be shocking to visit sites like Spokio, Intellis, My Life, or Been Verified, commonly known as data brokers or people finding sites. So you see that a lot. Oh, the yeah. People what? finding. Yeah, even yeah. the white pages will let right. you do some Reverse stuff. Reverse lookup yeah. and that type of thing. Uh, you can see all your information listed for anybody to see. But how are they even getting it? Oftentimes, it comes from scrapping public records. For example, if you own a home, that real estate transaction, public record. Sure. They also grab information from social media sites, mm-hmm. warranty cards that you've submitted. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's going pretty deep. Sweepstakes you've entered. Mm-hmm. Other places you've submitted your own information. So while it's unnerving, you got to temper your expectations before you go through an opt-out process. And you can. Mm-hmm. You can go to all those sites I mentioned, and you can go through an opt-out. Okay. Um, but what's going to happen is there's going to be more popping up and re-scraping your data. Uh, it's like playing whack-a-mole a little okay. bit right. uh, like that. But taking action is more useful if you're being targeted. Maybe you're being harassed, uh, a semi-public fig figure that maybe more urgent privacy is needed um you can do the diy method Mm -hmm. which means you hit each site one at a time um you the first option is free Mm -hmm. but it is time consuming and uh it's it's different for each site uh and the listing of steps for everyone uh, would be unhelpful mm-hmm. as to how could uh, and could go out of date quickly. Luckily, there are two services that maintain detailed, up-to-date guidelines for the horde of data brokers out there. Privacy Rights Clearinghouse, that's Privacy Rights Clearinghouse is one word, and Delete Me. You can browse those pages and get step-by-step instructions for the most common people-finding sites. So okay. You, so you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, Redaris and White Pages both ask you to give them your phone number to provide your identity before opting out. Others may require you to call them on the phone, uh, give them your address, even mail a copy of your driver's license. Some services require you to even create an account to remove your information. Um, this may not seem terrible on its own, but if you have to repeat the process on tens of sites, it's a little overwhelming. There are also people you can pay to do the heavy lifting for you. Um, and it might be worth that money to have that have them constantly get, scrubbing do, oh, okay. for you. Do they give any pricing? Uh, Privacy Duck and Delete Me are two of the big ones. Okay. Privacy Duck and Delete Me. And Privacy Duck starts at $99 for six months. 
Wow. And that removes you from 12 sources. If you get their premium service, it's $500 per year. Hmm. And that gets you off a lot of those sites, like all the all the big ones. It gets you off of that. Delete me costs one hundred and twenty nine dollars per year for one person. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it can get costly. Yeah. But for some people, it, it may be well, absolutely worthwhile in the long run. It might yeah. be totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Because, and I will tell you what happened recently. I got a call for my ex husband. Mm-hmm saying that they have been trying to reach him. They're going to be serving him papers the next day at 3 o'clock. Okay. And um, if he's going to be home, fine. If he's not, or if he wants information, here's the number you should call. Mm -hmm. So I reached out and said, I I don't know what's going on, but here's the information. Right. They had also reached out to his father. Oh, wow. Okay. So... He calls them, and they immediately ask for his social security number. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, wow. that's not happening. Yeah. He said, if you're coming, come on. Yeah. I am right here. How about that? Well, guess what? Nobody showed up. Uh-huh. So they had gone online. They knew who his family members were. Wow. They had gotten our information. They got my number. They mm-hmm. got his father's number. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, it's not good to have it all out there. No. So you gotta be, gotta be smart, folks. You gotta think things through. There's a lot of nefarious people out it there. It doesn't take long because I've been looking somebody up for the last three, four minutes. No, it doesn't. Just about done with its report. And it's gonna tell you how many things they found on that person. We'll mm-hmm. report on that when we come back from break. Okay. Eight thirty-one. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing some. Doing some research here. That's okay. Um, Let's do this. 55 degrees in Lunchburg. Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. I may look like an old redneck, but I'm a high roller with a Friday paycheck. That's right. 51 in Bedford, 52 in Roanoke and Salem, 55 in Danville, 53 in Monroe, 54 in Appomattox. So, uh, disturbing stuff. Uh, I had a, a listener who just told me way too much about myself. Really? Mm-hmm. Including uh, one of the places I first lived when I when I was uh, in Lynchburg. I mean, like way back when? Way back when, when I had stalkers. Yeah. And lived alone. Oh. I mean, I had some I had some listener issues. Okay. Back then, I just uh-huh. come to the area. Right. I was doing. Uh, afternoon drive Mm -hmm. at a rock station Mm -hmm. and um and yeah i mean i it was scary sometimes it was very scary right and um now was all the information accurate no um so yeah a lot a lot of the information wasn't accurate but a lot of it was accurate some of it was accurate so uh, there, it's all out there. This listener says uh, the website is what the sheriff uses to find your name and number. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's free. That one's free. Okay, I need to know the free one because I, I filled out my life and I got all the way to entering an email and a password. Now it's wanting me to sign up for a year. 
Right, or $12 for the... But here's the thing. A lot of people, I mean, if they're wanting to find out where somebody is, what's 12 bucks? Right. What's well, 30 bucks? See that, well, they're making it. See, I think you have to sign a one-year contract at twelve ninety-five a month. I'd pay twelve ninety-five to find out what... Okay, I looked up myself. Mm-hmm. And it says there's one court and public record, one or more. Current records, there are none. Liens, bankruptcies, none. Current phone numbers... They found an email address, probably the one I just entered, and uh, there's 14 women and 11 men looking for me. Mm. Really? According to this. Okay. So, I'm not going to go further. It is scary. Uh, And one of the listeners sent me, you know, how to get my name off of that one, and I will be doing that. Okay. And like I say, not all of it's accurate, but some of it, some of it was definitely accurate. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. All righty. We just got all kinds of good news it's for one folks time, today, don't we? One time twenty nine ninety five fee. Mm. I don't feel okay. like spending that kind of money right now. <laughs> so uh delegate Wendell Walker yeah. uh did an interview about uh he is running in the newly created House District fifty two. Mm-hmm. We talked about fifty one earlier. Right, we did. Uh one of the headlines that is big promoted today is that uh Walker uh, supports to enact a 15-week abortion ban in the state. Mm-hmm. He said the 15-week ban is something he would uh, vote and support. And I'm one of those individuals that is pro-life, so pro-life is very important to me. Now, we've had listeners text and call, and they say that's not good enough, that 15 weeks isn't pro-life at all. Uh, Walker believes the language of the bill is what he examines thoroughly before voting one way or another. The candidate feels that way about access to abortion pills. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have a tough question for you here in a minute. Says so going back to what I said earlier, as a pro-lifer, I think it's important that we do all we can to protect life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, a full interview that he did with Mark Spain. Okay. If you want to see it, it's on ABC 13. I actually, I have two questions for you. Okay. Is, is there a... Number one, is there a, uh, a, a week that you could agree on? In other words, six weeks or, or whatever, once someone's found out. And, and we'll use the case of rape and incest because sometimes that can happen and it could take weeks for someone to find out and kind of just figure out what in the world's going on. Especially and a child if it's a might young, be in d- and, it, and it's a young person. Uh, the, only, the only way that I would agree to that would be in the case of a child, mm-hmm. that that's the only only way. Okay, uh, unless of course. And I'm going to ask you to define a child from age younger. You know, 14 and younger. I, I would or I would say yeah. I would say or? I would say 14 and, and younger. Okay, but I mean we've seen this with 10 year olds, with 12 right. year olds. Sure. Um, and even that's difficult for me. But I mean sure. that could literally kill that child too. Right. right. Um. So. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a difficult it is, conversation. Yeah, and we, we never said it's an easy. Um, Again, use the my word fr- choice. My but. frustration is there's so much birth control mm-hmm. out there. Sure. Now, a ten year old, a twelve year old, certainly yeah. not going to have access to that. Sure. But um, but there's just so much. The very idea that these abortions are are taking place at this level. Mm-hmm. Is insane to me. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers. They used to be a million and a half. I I don't know what how that number changed when the uh, is it the Dodson case? Do, do, uh, the 
the case that over it didn't fully overturn Roe v. Wade. It threw it back to the states. You know, when when the Supreme Court did this, what, a year and a half ago or a year ago. Mm -hmm. And so I just wonder how the numbers may have changed, because I I know there's organizations out there that were ready for this and they and they were already in place helping women and young girls. So they've seen a rise in in those that are trying to figure out ways to have a child and and give it up for adoption, give the baby up for adoption. But I, I just, you know. The 15 weeks seems to be now this kind of new standard out there that everybody's using for whatever reason. I, I don't know how they came up with that number, if that number should be may, maybe moved back, but it could take that long for somebody to figure out, especially if it's a young person, what's going on, that they're actually, you know, not having their period and use that word um, like I haven't had a period for a couple of days or a couple of months. And I just, you know, maybe they started a year or two earlier. It's just. There could be chaos in the family. There could be all kinds of dynamics that are floating around. But there are organizations out there that will help you figure this out. Uh This is the one time I think that a child, a teenager, could go to a counselor and mom and dad not know it yet, okay, because they're trying to find help. But then the parents need to be brought into the scenario um, to help, you know, direct. And sometimes that doesn't go well. That can split that child up with their with their family. How could right. you? Whatever, because they're sometimes not always. Yeah. Sometimes they're worried more about their reputation. Right. I had a pastor, Janet, back in the seventies. His daughter got pregnant, mm. and and the abortion wasn't an option, but adoption was considered. And this pastor, Bob Jones, graduate. Okay, and yeah. so that means fundamentalist. Yeah, I, and said, "Honey, we will do whatever it takes to help you raise this child. That's the right posture." Yeah, even as a pastor, right? We will do whatever. We will work through the shame. There will be a well, certain amount and, of shame. And I will tell you, I I had and and God loved that man mm-hmm. for doing that mm-hmm. because I have a situation, and it's pretty incredible that they were even okay. For the daughter to share this or maybe they didn't know mm-hmm. uh it was at a thanksgiving event right. she was the daughter of a deacon mm-hmm. and she had a baby out of wedlock right beautiful child and she got up to speak mm-hmm. at thanksgiving wow about what a blessing her little boy was How about that but she said when i told my mom and dad where i was and what was going on her mother wanted her to get an abortion mm-hmm. Mm. And she was shocked that that she she did that Mm -hmm. um, because of the shame, the humility, the the idea that her daughter was going to be saddled with a child Mm -hmm. forever from such an early age. And it's a tempting thing. Mm. Sure. And especially when it's made easy. Mm -hmm. You know, I was shocked to my core, rattled to my core that this particular person but, you know, you just don't know until you're faced with, with it. it. Right. You just don't know. So yeah. for me to judge that mother, mm-hmm. you know, I've never been put in that situation before. So I, I don't I don't I think I know how I would react. Right. Um, but, I, you know, you just don't know till you go through it. Absolutely. But she did the right thing. And her mother, um, you know, w- was crying and said mm. that it, she's very ashamed of that wow but it's there's a everybody's got a story folks yeah they do everybody we just gotta love one another and 
Help us get through it. Absolutely. That is the deal. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. You would think hundreds of people in this gym, right? That I just knocked Dan out. A lady is yelling at me. Every eye in this gym should be on me and Dan. But not one person is looking at us. No one in this gym is looking at us. Every eye, hundreds of people, is looking directly at the bleachers. Where I realize I left my gang member friends. Who just watched me win a fight by knockout. And they are losing their minds. Dude. Just full-grown men with face tattoos surrounded by moms screaming like they're powering up in Dragon Ball Z. Just, ah! Losing it, dude. One of my friends is grabbing a child by a shirt like, you see this? Someone jumped over the bleachers, walked onto the wrestling mats wearing his boots, took his shirt off, and was like, who else wants to smoke? People were like, it's not a group thing. He was like, it could be though. So just one of my friends in a random mom's face, WWE style, like, like, bro, she's not a part of this. What are you doing? So, I was banned from karate forever. I was just like, tough but fair, right? That makes sense. So, for those of you that didn't catch the beginning, this was like a progressive dinner comedy today. He went into this fight thinking it was a no-holds-bar fight where you could knock the crap out of somebody, and it was a karate competition where you're not really supposed to touch the opponent. You just stop short, and you're scored on you know your, your technique and those kinds of things. Anyways, he's a former gang member bringing his gang bros in there, and they were just going nuts because he knocked the daylights out of the one of the senseis who wasn't <laughs> expecting. Can you imagine? That wasn't supposed to happen. Imagine getting kicked in the gut, full blast, uh-huh. and you think, oh, he's just barely going to tap me. Wow. Yeah. I'd That's be, crazy. I'd be gasping for it. I had, the first time I ever had the wind knocked out of me, Janet, I thought I was dying. Yeah. I lit- it was in a football game with David Drake, who we interviewed just a couple of weeks ago, about talking to him about Dick Budkus. And he knew what to do when mm-hmm. somebody had the win because he played high school ball. Here I am, just 12 years old. He says, lay on your back, Mark. Just just calm down. And I can't get my breath. Right. You can't get it. And he says, lay flat. And he lifted me at the midsection. He raises <laughs> you up about four inches, sets you down, raises you up about four inches, sets you down. You do that about five times and you start to get your win back. Right. I was never so scared in my whole life. Well, I was pretty excited that, that I learned something today. I think I could save you from a burning building. Okay. Well, because, like you said, you know, you have a tendency to freeze up in really bad yeah, situations. Yeah, I just panic. So if you're on the ledge of a burning building and you're really high up, <laughs> okay, it could go horribly wrong. What am I doing? What are you doing to save my life, Janet? I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm taking a cue from firefighters in London. Okay. They, uh, they responded to a home where a husky was perched on a narrow ledge. A husky dog? Yeah. Nice. After climbing out from the window and, and finding itself without enough space to turn around. Oh. So they really thought, you know. And I say he, nice because I think that's a they good kept, ending. And they kept calling to him, right. you know, to try to get him to, to, and he was just too scared. Sure. He wouldn't do it. Uh, so they got a doggy treat out. 
a doggy treat. And that saved him. How about that? So if I had a Reese cup, I think I could totally you could, get you I out of jump, a burning building. Jump. Jump, Lamb. I got gotcha. you. Look, I got the super size. <laughs> it's not even the I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, throw it up. <laughs> and I'll so catch I'll it. catch it coming down. <laughs> Huskies are also featured in a, a fire department calendar yeah. oh, in cool. Arkansas. Oh, I love that. The uh, temperatures are starting to cool across the state, but it's heating up in Arkansas yeah. as the men of the Cabot Fire Department, uh, and, and now joined by a new female firefighter, okay. are back with their third annual calendar. And a portion of it is benefiting the Cabot Animal Support Services. Okay. So uh, each one looks. Each, each one is posing with an animal. Oh, I He's like, po- oh. Look, look at he that. He does not have a shirt on. He, I know, but huskies don't really have to wear shirts. No, I'm talking about the fur. guy that's oh. holding them. Oh, he's got muscles. He does, but he's wearing the husky. I mean, the well, he is he's covering most, most of his chest. Yeah, right. Uh, this guy has. He has. His his chest is fully available. Oh, my. Oh, this oh. is totally uncovered. He- he- hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. He's got a show. <laughs> okay. Um, there, oh, she's pretty. And she has a little puppy. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That is neat. That's I love pretty. the classic. But let's go. Oh, hello. Fire. Keep going. Keep moving. Oh, Mr. Muscles, go by. Go by. Go by. Bye bye. Oh, I think it's stuck. <laughs> it's, not it's not stuck on his it's picture. It's moving. Oh, oh that's, oh, now that's sweet. cute. What is that? What I don't know. Dog? Just oh, a little a puppy. Dog. I bet you every one of them gets adopted. Now, see, too. he's got a muscle shirt on. I know, boring. It's Moving respectable. On. Okay. Holy cow. Look I at might, that full. I wonder how much that calendar costs. How many are in that picture? 12, yeah, for each month, one well, for each month. I'm going to have to get Mark a new outfit. Yeah. My Mark, a new outfit. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if it raises money, come on, let's do oh, it. Well, especially for the. Um, you know, with the with the dogs and stuff mm-hmm. on there, it's it's pretty cute. Yeah, pretty cute. Uh, six foot three inch steer in Oregon. He's a rescue. Might be the world's tallest. A steer? Yeah. Wow. Holstein steer. Okay. His name is Romeo. <laughs> That's what my dog's name is. Wow. He's six feet three inches tall. That's really that tall. Is very large. Yes. Okay. I don't. All right, my my all right, my cow people. How tall is a cow normally? Not six three. Right. That's taller than my daddy was, and he was tall. Yeah. He was a re- he was rescued by a lady who went to a dairy, and uh, <laughs> who went to a dairy and saw all the calves uh, in crates, and she released five of them. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just gonna sneak around the back and let them go. Let the gate open. And you know who I would invite to go Release with me? The hounds. My friend Lori. Yeah, uh, she came over last night. We had a girls' night because uh-huh. uh, her her husband went on like on a trip. So uh, we were single girls last night. Right, right. And uh, and she came over for dinner. You know what we had? Uh-uh. Chunky monkey ice cream. Oh, chunky I, monkey! I made homemade huh. chunky monkey ice cream. How and about that? It was incredible. Oh, that's cool. For those of you who don't know what chunky monkey is, that is a banana ice cream. Mm-hmm. So you got to like mashed bananas up really yeah. good. And you make the banana ice cream. And then in the last two minutes mm. of the churn, right. you toss in. And the way this ice cream maker that I bought off Marketplace works is it's got like it's open on the top. So you can add your ingredients oh, yeah, in at the nice. end. Oh, that's nice while it's going, yeah. Yeah. And I added in dark, special dark chocolate chips mm-hmm. and walnuts. Wow. It was so good. Wow. And, and my mark said, 
did y'all really eat ice cream for supper? <laughs> to which I said, yes. <laughs> I sent her a picture of the ice cream turning. And I'm like, I hope you appreciate, you know, just how hard I'm working making your dinner, woman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and she did. Nice. She appreciated it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We uh, we ate ice cream and watched Poker Face. I mean, you're... So, oh, Poker yeah. Face. I love that show. Yeah, because she hadn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, one of the strangest, most mysterious traditions at New Hampshire Plymouth State University has mm-hmm. made its return. Okay. With two pumpkins impaled on the points of the large clock tower. Oh. Now, we were talking earlier this morning. As a matter of fact, our, our Mind Jam trivia was about... Um, carving pumpkins right carving them that's that's 46 percent of americans yeah are, are planning on doing that mm-hmm. i don't know how many are planning on impaling them on top of <laughs> clock towers um they've been placed on the twin spires okay. of rounds tower mm-hmm. a large clock tower at the center of campus every year since the 1970s all right except for one the decades-long tradition is the subject of much speculation on campus uh, but the people behind the angle pumpkin placement and their methods for doing so mm-hmm. are shrouded in mystery. Apparently, they always do this in the dark of night. Interesting. How they get up there is a well-guarded secret. And conjuring the best, if far-fetched tale, on how it happens is a favorite campus pastime. Okay. It looks very dangerous. Right. I mean, look how look how high that is. I mean, look at that down there. And yeah, then look at where they... Uh, that's like the clock tower in back to the future or something that was way up yonder well, but look at the pitch of that roof i mean that's really it's steep a, it's a super steep pitch that's yeah. i don't even know what that's that number dangerous. is how would you even get that up there i don't know all right that is mysterious i can understand why a lot of people are talking about that because that's pretty crazy well, with the advent of the uh you know the heavy duty uh drones could you pull that off You'd almost have to like almost not drop it, but like swoop down on it. Yeah. Well, you'd probably prepare a hole anyways, so we could set it on there. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. I, I'm just speculating, of right. course. I don't know. But I don't, good. I can't imagine, and I wouldn't try it. So there's that. No. Uh, no before no. we go, a few things going on this weekend that you might want to take in. Yeah. Uh, Apple Butter Festival is taking place in Tyro. Amherst County High School is having their 52nd annual Amherst Apple Harvest Fest. Of course, the uh, county fair is going on in Amherst too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the Fall Festival and Country Store at Jeter Farm. You could pretty much go to, like, any vineyard and something's yeah. going to be going on. Uh, Thomas Jefferson's Poplar Forest is having their Fall Harvest Dinner. And uh, Layman Farms, Drumheller Farms. I mean, they've all got something going on. And the Hocus Pocus Party at FunQuest. So, okay. A lot of stuff. Don't forget happening. the Hocus Pocus movie. Or an event over there in Lexington, the drive-in. Oh, that's right. That, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That would be a lot of fun. All right, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you're able to get out and enjoy some of these things that are available mm-hmm. for you to do. I'm excited for Monday. It's Weird Al's birthday. Oh, wow. I'm going to have some fun with some Weird Al music. Okay. So if you like Weird Al and eat it, you know right. I'm fat. Teresa says that uh, bulls can reach six feet tall, but usually they're about 5'8". Okay. All right. So that probably sounds like the world's tallest. Huh. Huh. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Make today awesome. We'll see you on Monday.